What's up, everybody? You're listening to World's Your Oyster, and we are coming at you with a midweek recording. So, pardon our French if it's a little wonky. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> well, it has been a crazy week, I have to say. I am a huge listener of podcasts. I've been listening to them from the very beginning. I probably ingest like 60 hours of podcasts a week. I have a lot of favorites. We can discuss them. Maybe if we could do a little cross promotion. <laughs> hey, hey. Here's what I'm saying. Um, but, you know, to see our podcast in my Spotify app uh, today for the first time was really um, quite emotional. But that is not the pearl in my oyster this week. No? Do you, do you want to hear the pearl in my oyster? This, this is a good one. Uh, yes. Okay, great. So... <laughs> Let's just rewind a little bit. Um, let's go back to about four and a half years ago. Nathaniel and I had just started dating and we were talking about a hall pass. And this poor, innocent little baby had never even heard of a hall pass. <laughs> True story. I mean, I don't know. There's a movie about it. Like how someone doesn't know what a hall pass is. It, it really, it blows my mind. But anyway, he was very upset with me that I would even think about having a hall pass. So we move forward, obviously, things are fine. We have not talked about this moment in, I'm telling you, since that day. So four and a half years. Over the weekend, we were with some friends of ours and we were sitting in our la little lounge area. Mm -hmm. We were discussing hall passes and the whole story came up again. And I said, you know, I would like to retry my hall pass. Like I, I would like to, let, let's, I want a new one. You want to reestablish. I want to reestablish. <laughs> and I had put out to the universe who my hall pass was. And- I swear this is not a lie. <laughs> 72 hours later, I smash. And we're not talking just like casually bump into. I smash into my hall pass. <laughs> like physically? Physically. Laptop in hand. No. Looking down at my cell phone. Smash. Boom. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It Did all you have a lip on? Like what I, I had just reapplied lipstick, which Thank is God. like one of those things that I'm just so grateful for. It all happened honestly so fast. So I'm not gonna tell you who the hall pass is, but this is this we're talking grade A, top, top, tippity top of the food chain, movie star. Okay. The most handsome man. It might rhyme with like radfish, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Got okay. it. Got the so, rhyme exactly. So did he respond? I mean, hello? he said he was sorry, and <gasps> I, I literally just, I kept it moving. I said no problem, and it, it happened so fast. So like that's very anticlimactic. But the funny part of the story is that I text my husband, <laughs> and he goes, "Well, that's why you're not allowed to have a hall pass <laughs> <laughs> because you actually run into them." Because I actually will run into them. So you know what, ladies? Put that shit out into the universe because you never know who you're gonna bump into, okay? Obsessed. It, it was a good one. Mo, please tell me that you ran into somebody of equal stature this week. Sure, I got hit on by a 65-year-old and we're not talking like a George Clooney 65-year-old. We're talking like, you know, Grandpa Jones with like a saggy diaper 65-year-old. So my hall pass was not fulfilled this week, that's for sure. Was that the pearl in your oyster? Yeah, let's make it that. Oh my God. Okay, well, on that note, let's bring on the episode. Yes, ladies and gents, <laughs> bring it on. See ya. I would say that Lena Bradford is the ultimate multi-hyphenate, but she doesn't mess with labels of any kind, and we really dig her for that. Mm -hmm. Known and loved around the world as DJ Lena, my friend is, well, of course, a DJ. 
She's an incredible dancer, an actress, a TV show host, a fashion icon, and an LGBTQ activist. DJ Lena grew up in New York and was a well-known club kid in the heyday of the underground scene. She began DJing in the late 90s, and the rest is history. Lena has gone on to spin for every luxury brand and luxury person. (laughs) She had a 10-year residency on Fire Island Pines. She hosts a weekly show on Sirius XM called Sunset on the Porch. She is the global ambassador for the Hetrick Martin Institute, an, an organization supporting LGBTQ youth, and hosts her own YouTube show called In the Dollhouse with Lena. If you have not shaken your ass at <laughs> Lena's Lounge on Fire Island in Europe or in New York City, I really feel sorry for you. Um, but we hope to make you change that after this podcast. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> please welcome my friend, uh, DJ Lena. Let's freaking go. So I have these cards. We're going to try to stick to them, but let's face it. Lena runs, <laughs> Lena runs the freaking world, okay? Um, so like I said, we're, we're, we're truly honored to have you here you, as one of our first guests. So I'm thank so you for trusting us, you know, before we have Girl, anything this is a really going reunion, on. Honey. <laughs> there ain't no cameras here. We are <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, you've had such an incredible career and it's really spanned decades. And I think that people have kind of started following you on your journey um, throughout different points. So I think what I would love to do is really start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I want to know, you know, where this all started and how you got into the wonderful, crazy worlds of performing arts. So take us from the top and and then we'll move on from there. Paula, that's a great question. And it's funny that you're asking me this because right now I'm in the process of writing a book right now. So yes. each week I speak with, you know, my writer and we're literally music and writing are like time machines. You know, in photos, you can look at them. You you have a sense, a smell, a moment. You remember all of it. So I've been recently going back into my 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 my, my special place and pulling out these things. And then afterwards, I'll like write notes and I'm like, oh shit, I remember this because it jogs up things. You're not telling these stories all the time. But he said something interesting to me. He said, you know, we sometimes tell a narrative of our story our story arc as our protector. We've been rehearsed in a sense to tell ourselves certain things to get ourselves out of certain things. Interesting. It, very interesting. Like this whole thing has been cathartic and we're not even all the way in, but it's interesting that all of that stuff is starting to come up right now. And then even just like little interviews here and there are all kind of leading to this path of this book. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Little triggers. Just, yeah, right, totally. <laughs> so that's when you really know that you're like solidified and dipped in chocolate and really right in the moment. Yeah, yeah. You know? aligned. So, aligned. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. there's no mistakes with any of this, the timing. So for me, it, you know, growing up here in Manhattan, it started very early for me, you know. Um, my grandmother, she's been um, a part of the S&M contingency for the Gay Pride Parade. Since the 70s. Oh, my goodness. Um, I grew up dining across from Carnegie Hall. I want to talk about your grandma. Oh, so I'm going to get in. She yeah. still is uptown. Okay, good. Because I she, she came later on my note cards. So oh, let's, let's face it. But I, I, I want to, first, I, I want a little bit, to dive a little bit about your early story. And then I, I really want to talk about your grandma. Yeah, she's um, the reason why all this happened. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, beautiful. grandmothers are the matriarch in the family, right? Okay. But she was an opera singer. That's why we lived across from Carnegie Hall. Right. So, you know, she really helped my mom and dad understand just all of this from an early age, right. you know, where I was blanketed and, 
nothing felt like, oh, you're being progressive parents or a progressive family. That sounds like being a niche. Mm. No, they were just being empathetic, cool, real parents and people. Right. And that's how it should be. It shouldn't be something special because you know what? What's special is when we have to uncondition ourselves from being conditioned in life. Absolutely. That's special. That is You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't any of those things, but just realness. It was natural. It was nothing. Absolutely. It was you were their child That's and right. this is this is what it was and they were just gonna absolutely figure it out as we do with anyone exactly. <laughs> like, but people yeah. always feel like they have to do an adjustment with things that they don't know and that's why people feel like they have to have a, a label for you i always mm -hmm. say i'll wear a label i'm not a label mm -hmm. that's for people who feel like they need to have a oh okay i understand it, it it's trans it's gay it's black it's it, it's lesbian it's whatever the situation is no guess what i don't want to be pigeonholed and blocked into your box when i'm a dynamic being correct right. absolutely speak to me i don't need to ask you how old you are how many kids you have when I get your rhythm and we go back and forth like Wimbledon, I'm already going to know your gig. Exactly. And if I want to know more, it'll come out. Exactly. But you don't got to sit there and tell me this, but I think that people feel like they need to kind of have that guideline to start a conversation they need because to, they're so uncomfortable. They, they need, need to, to put you in a box, Absolutely. you know, like in Absolutely. a way, just to make themselves feel comfortable yeah, yeah. or to be able to feel it like they can connect with you yeah. or or anybody on Absolutely. like a... You know, like, it, it's, I meet so many people doing what I do, and I can say that I even do that. I think I'm like, okay, I check the profile out before they come, and I'm like, okay, I, I know that I, I, I got I this guy's number, you know? But, right, right. but it turns out, and that's one of the beautiful things about humans, is that it never ends up being just that. Yes, you know, yes. it never, it never does. And sometimes Every once in a while, organic moment <laughs> just kind of is the best thing, you Absolutely. know? Googling somebody beforehand, you know, like on a date or something like that, like, I want to know, like, for instance, you can create whatever persona you want online, but you can't fool me in person. No. Absolutely, Absolutely. not. <laughs> you know? But we also come from that. We, we, we come from that touch, feel, smell. Yeah. Like, we that's do. who we are. As the performance world and as humans in general. Absolutely. Right. So we have to actually take the, the person and the soul for what they are. That's right. And I think that you're really lucky that you had parents that appreciated, yeah. that nurtured your soul yeah. and didn't nurture you to, to <sighs> fit in the world because. I love hearing that. Yeah. Nurture your soul. They nurtured your soul. A metaphor to go throughout life with. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because that's what's guiding us and that's what's leading us on a daily basis. And when we come into this world, this soul needs to be guided and carried through, but not labeled and stuck in, in the right. box, like you said. So right. congratulations Thank to your you, parents sis. and to Thank your grandmother you. for really inspiring that, that upbringing because that, unfortunately, that's more rare. Yeah. Than having it the other way. And around. think about how progressive that was back then. Back in the day. then, I was just going. So you know saying. what I mean? Like I wasn't born yesterday. I know I love that one. But no, <laughs> and it's unfortunate that that's more recent in just the last decade in, yeah. in itself. So honestly. Thank, kudos to them. But yes, and I also, I want to talk a little bit because I've seen those moves, girl. This, <laughs> I mean. You too, girl. Don't sleep. Yeah, but you know, like, I'm just wiggling. Like, she's, oh, that's not a wiggle, girl. She's, she's not this, wiggling. This one performs. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I never, I, I don't actually find myself in my personal life asking many questions, and I'm definitely going to change that. But no, I never, you know, I never ask. actually really, it's true. Yeah. I, you I, don't. I don't. No, I don't. But, you know, I, I recently saw you at our friend's Christmas party, and that was the I first time I saw you. I herself out on that. Sorry, that was weird. <laughs> she's so real. Weird. She I, is. I'm very self-aware. Um, you know, I, I, it was the first time, yeah, I've seen you. 
at Lena's lounge shaking it, shaking it. But at our friend's Christmas party, this bitch, mm, okay. she was on the floor, and there was a five, six, seven, eight. There was a boom, boom, cat, 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 boom, boom, cat, cat, boom, boom. There was a fussy oh, moment. Oh, oh, and there was a there was a Louboutin that was very high, and also this like saucer of a hat. But Brian made that. He made that. He made that. Honey, so fucking crafty that one. Yeah. You made that? Yeah, no, honey, the whole outfit started around the record player. Uh, it was a record. Oh, how He fun. did a record hat for me. He oh, made fun. that, girl. Well, that's a whole other part of that's that episode, too. We were going to tell, yeah, we were going to, we're going to, I want to ask you about the fashion and the this and the that. But I was like, okay, she's a trained dancer. Like, I thought that she just was a club kid and like whatever, she had the moves. So yeah. run us through, you know, what that training was that you have because, and, and she still got it. Like. Oh, mama, I love you, girl. <laughs> I, I, I grew up dancing from the age of four. Okay. Um, jazz, tap, belly, and modern. Um, and clogging. I don't know why. No. <laughs> clogging, girl. No. I was on a team called the, um, uh, well, well, I was on a roller skating team called the High Roller Rockets, but then we were a clogging team. Oh, it was some stupid name. And she was actually, um, my Darlene Myers, she was an original a rocket A rocket. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's funny because we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. I was. I started yeah. with them as a You started with them. Trainer. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And she was one of my first dance teachers. Darlene. What's her name? Darlene Myers. Darlene Myers. And then there was this thing called Dance Olympia that used to happen at the Grand Hyatt Hotel. And I'll never forget this. is like earlier on in dance. And all the dancers from all over the world would come, or rather actually all over the United States, would come to the Grand Hyatt Hotel up uh, uptown mm-hmm. and uh there would be like master classes that you could like dance with Debbie Allen and and uh uh Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon. I mean it, and at this time it was everybody. Was that like the Frank Hatchet the- days? Remember Frank Hatchet? Oh, yes. yes. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. totally the early Capizio. Oh honey, I lived right around the corner for Capizio. <laughs> yes, you did. I, I was Capizio. I honey I had I remember exactly what I had on I had photos. I had uh, high-waisted green um, Capizio pants on with like two pairs of leg warmers, yellow and green, my white Capizios on, on a headband, an off-the-shoulder situation that said, choose life on it. I was no. giving you it. And dancing in front and taking a master class with Bob Fosse. I'm like, I'm ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a short honey. I had the marbles in my hand for a bitch who was going to come behind me, honey. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you then, I mean, I get it. I know how, how we got into the club, but like, how do you then, you know, become this notorious, I believe you were going by Girl Lena then, yes, right? Yes. My mm. grandmother's best girlfriend growing up was named, who she was Russian, named uh, Galina. 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 I, was, I got Girlina. Oh, oh how yeah. fun. I kind of yeah. love Girlina. She was fun. Yeah. She was fun. That was another part. Of, these note cards, I man. Mean. Get them out. <laughs> Transition into the club scene. So, how did you? How did that work for you? Tell us. Well, um, you know, obviously uh, from dance, um, I was out in the clubs always. You know, okay. I was going to Garage and Saint and Studio Fifty Four with my grandmother. You mm-hmm. know, at like the and um, <laughs> uh, wait, Grandma, stop. Yes. Grandma brought you to the club. Oh, absolutely. Ah! Do we have photos? I have everything. We're, we need to we link need in to the link. show notes. No, no, and I'll give you. But also, <laughs> all of these photos are going in the book because I'm obviously. also the archivist. I kept everything. Oh. I've got the videos, oh, uh, beta, VHS, <laughs> all of it. Mm-hmm. I kept everything. I kept because mm-hmm. I always knew being an only child. Archive, archive. Even my my family, they're like, Lena's the archivist in the family. I kept every photo. I would be like this. I was obsessed with culture. Oh, you know no. what I mean? And okay. because I came from that. I knew that even during those times, people would be like, why does Lena got somebody with a fucking cam- camcorder? This is the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. I said, 
you need to be recording this. There's going to be one day I said, I'm going to tell this story. Uh, and yep. thank God I did. Yeah. And then also, too, I wasn't only doing it for myself. I was doing it for my friends. So when friends are doing stuff, they'll be like, reach out to Lena. She's got She's the footage. Got it. And I do. And so, that was before iCloud. Yeah, hello. Mm-hmm. I could not understand that, though. Girl, I know camcorder. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I was, you know, going always going out to the clubs. And then when I got older, um, I some friends were saying, you know, you got to come to Montreal. Montreal's amazing. I went up to Montreal. I loved it so much. Um, I said to my mom, I want to move up to Montreal. She got me an apartment up there. I lived up there for a year and a half. And I just took it on by storm. So having done away from New York and kind of like being in this kind of european S vibe, mm-hmm. I really got a chance to like kind of grow up without my family's influence. Yeah. Influence, influence in their yeah. age. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was the first time I was like, you know, making my own money. I, I, you know, my, my partner was taken care of, but making my own money and I was dancing out in the clubs and it became something. And then obviously when I left, I went back to New York and that's when it really all started. Yeah, I would always come back on the weekends once in a while to keep my toes dipped down into, you know, New York culture. Yeah, and whatnot, you got to see mom and grandma. And mom's and DJing yeah, now, which is a whole other story. But your mom is a DJ. My mom's been DJing for 10 years now. I can't. Her name's Lady D. Yeah. Oh, right. yes. Wait, no, it's crazy. Why don't we see more of mom and grandma on the, honey, on the ground? They do their own thing. They ain't got time to be with me, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, my mother's the most. The most. I can't. And I need to know because I feel like I've watched, you know, a lot of, like... Paris is burning and all these, uh, I mean, there's just so much, so many great like cultural documentaries about this time. Mm-hmm. Was it as fun as it looked? More. It was more fun. More. And sure. also too, like the, the the references that you speak of, and that's the thing is that back in the day, and, and you know this, sis, there were eight places that you could go in one night. Mm. You really, it was a playground. Mm-hmm. It was so spectacular that was our social media right. experiencing how one club was going to outdo the next and, and just seeing how people were so colorful and fun it was everything well if you think about it you actually had to go to the next place because you couldn't see it now i could just flick on my instagram sorry oh i could see the valentino party yeah, i could see yeah, this party yeah. i could see that party i could see my friends are here we don't have to go anymore yeah. why would i why would i want yeah. I, I could see it's either right, great right. or it's lame and i could decide if it's great if i want to go Usually it's no, Um, you know, or if if it's lame, then it's not. And that's why I think, because we all used to do it. I used to, we used to go from place to place to place. Now, I think some of the youngins do still do it because they have the energy, but it's just, it's, it just seems so different because nobody was documenting it. And if they were, they were doing it in a very official way. You felt a separation from having the everything on you. And it didn't matter because it would be all classes and people from all types of life and businesses. And it was great because you were all friends when you saw each other. Right. And that was amazing. Let's go back a little bit because I would love to to learn more about how you got into DJing because I feel like that has formed so much of the next phase of your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how, why, what, when, where, and then let's go. It's still surreal to me, honestly. It was in 97. I had just finished uh, filming um, two movies, uh, Woo and uh, Always Something Better. And uh, I got, my birthday was coming up in April, and thank you, sweetheart, in April, and uh, I was doing this party on Sunday called Boys Life at Life. Remember Life? Down on Bleecker. No. No. She's like, no, I mean, say yes. 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 I don't want to feel like the only old Cheers. bitch up in here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a lie. I do know my parents talked about life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. your daddy, because you might know, right? Because that you know. Yeah, I used to see her on Sunday. What was the name again? 
Oh, Marlorenzo. Oh, yeah. Oh, Marlorenzo. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Lorenzo, Lorenzo, yeah. Lorenzo. He told so me you that see him on Sunday. Correct, exactly. <laughs> Come on, get in trouble by your mom. No. <laughs> gonna be like, where's that bitch at? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. In 97, girl, it's all good. We good, right? We're fine. We're good. We're So I hosted this party on Sunday. Um, my birthday's in April, the 14th, so... It was the mm. holiday weekend. That's my brother's birthday. What, the 14th? Yes. My, oh, my god. I'm the 14th. My mom's the 15th. My aunt's the 18th. My brother's oh, 21st. Oh, yes. My, 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 oh, my God. My, my brother. Russian Aries, baby. Yeah. yeah. I knew you were an Aries What's energy Virgo. I'm a Virgo son. Of course. I love Virgos. Very you, Mama? Libra. Oh, I'm not even kidding you. Hello? Are you Libra? No, I'm like Leo's, Libra, and Virgos. Those are my three. Really? Leo's, Leo, Leo's, Leo's. Libras and Virgos. Amazing. My three. Phenomenal. I'm not even kidding you. It's, of course, all this energy in this room. The stars were aligned. <laughs> and so um, I was hosting this party, and it's Easter good. was coming up. And the week beforehand, it was a big weekend. We, there was something going on, and it was me, Frankie Knuckles, Junior Vasquez, Carlos Petrus, T-Pro. Uh, the legend. David uh, Morales. And anyway, we were all up in the booth. I had left uh, the dance floor. And I, we're all up in the booth. We're all like talking, blah, blah. I'm like, when you, we've all been working and partying together for like, at this point now, 10 years, 20 years. What do you mean by partying together? Working, working, working. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling together, doing parties together. And, 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 and um, what should we call it? Tipo said, no, uh, uh, Frankie Knuckles said to me, who is my mentor, and God rest his soul, that man is everything to me. He said, Lena, you would be an amazing DJ. I said, wait, what do you mean? He's like, Girl, you've been turning it out on the dance floor for years. So I was like, yeah, as a dancer, you say, like, but that's the thing. You know music inside and out. And I was like, yeah, I do, but I don't know all this. You know, right. I mean, you know, when you look at a DJ console, it's like, holy shit, this shit. Like, what do you do with this? Like, it's very overwhelming. Lots right. of knobs and Lots buttons. of knobs and shows in there. And I know now there's a lot to it, but, you know, you look, it, it is very overwhelming. And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I theoretically it sounds fun, but I'm like, you know, the intellect of me is just like, oh, I don't think I could do this. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, well, I dare you. And then they all started going like this. You know Lena will take a dare. They're like, and then they all, like all that male energy up in the DJ booth, it was hot. It was awful. I was like, <laughs> like okay, y'all funky man up in this DJ booth telling a girl that you think she should do something. Okay. okay. <laughs> sure, daddy. So it was a fucking dare. It was a fucking dare. dare. It was a dare. So then guess what? I had from that time, like I had maybe a week Praise or two. Praise the paychecks, God. <laughs> I had from that point for like two weeks, somehow it got out. And next thing I know, it's like in all the magazines, all around the city, Lena is making her DJ debut on her birthday, which is already a huge thing to begin with in New York. I'm sorry, was club. this three weeks? About three weeks? It's just two weeks. Not even, it was two weeks. I had two weeks. So then guess what? Sounds that, like how we threw this podcast together. That, Absolutely that party was Sunday. That Monday, the next day, I went up to T-Pro's house up in Harlem. And he's like, I'm going to teach you the console. And I literally did one um, touch feel of the, the equipment. Mm -hmm. Only one. I only had one. I wouldn't even say lesson. I had one situation to be like, okay, well, this is line one, two, three, and four. Blah, blah, blah. One time. No. I can't. And then the following week is when I did it. So actually, no, it wasn't two weeks. It was one week. It was, it was one, of course it was one week. It was one week. And like I said, like the pressure was on. Like everybody's like, she's making her DJ debut. And I'm just like, why you guys don't put this much pressure on me? Like it was crazy. But you know what I did? They're like, Lena, you just do you. You know music. And what I did was I put a whole bunch of um, music that it is that I love. Because anyone who knows me, I'm a classic rock chick. Like I'm Led Zeppelin. Like I'm Nitsa Red. Like I'm... 
you know, nine inch nails, but I'm all of it. Yeah. But that's like my shit. Yeah. Okay. So what I did was, it's like, I'm going to literally be like, you're going to be in my house and I'm playing great music for you and we're going to have fun. And that's what he did. I brought all of that from then to up to where we were at that point. And I just tossed it. And people were like, because I think it was because of me as a dancer, it was the way that I brought it in. Right. Yeah. Even though I had never spun before, I was telling you a story. And that's how it happened. And the next thing you know, I was like, oh my God, I think I kind of got the bug. And next thing you know, I'm like in airports with my counterparts and working with them. And I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? Now I'm a DJ? Yeah, you are. Yeah. 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 So you need to tell me because I've been dying to ask. You know, I don't ask questions to my she friends. Doesn't ask questions. She doesn't. She's so fierce that way, girl. You are. She just sits back and listens. Yeah. What is that thing you hold by your ear? Ah! <laughs> what is that so thing? All the professional <laughs> there, there's a guy who he makes all of our pieces. That is a handmade exclusive uh, headset because I like to listen out to the room. And the music. Ah, because you don't want to wear this. Well, no, that, 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 that feels very confined to me. Like, I don't feel like I'm spinning because I, I need to feel the rhythm of the room. Right. You know what I mean? So I, it's it's called a lollipop. A yeah, lollipop. A lollipop. Mm-hmm. Everybody go check out Lena's Instagram. You'll be seeing her <laughs> definitely holding a lollipop. Funny, I'm always it's like, so much better than taking it. funny that you never asked thing. me that. Because this move is just like so annoying. Who wants to do this? Yeah, no, and then a lot of people just go like this. They only have the one side up, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And also, too, you know me. I'm dancing. I'm carrying on. Yes. So for someone who hasn't been to one of your parties, and again, I feel bad for you, (laughs) um, you know, run us through what your preparation is like. I know you're not a a playlist girly, so how do you kind of go about putting the cadence together for the party? Are are there certain songs that you know you want to play before you get in? Um, you know, run us through how you kind of get, get like, that together. You, know, you curate some shit, girl. <laughs> For me, I'm a very organic with everything that it is that I do. I don't like to pre-plan a set. Those are for other people, not for me. Mm. You could do that and you'll get to the place and it just feels wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I literally, but I also come from the arc of the old school where it's like from the first song that I play to the last song, it's a story that I'm taking you on. So obviously, the only thing that I'm going into when I know I'm doing a certain gig or whatever, whether it's a corporate situation, one of my own things, a playlist for stores or different clients or whatever, I know the vibe of what it is that I'm going to do or that they're asking me to do. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing. Other than that, I let that process happen to me in that moment. I like being in the hot seat. I like feeling like, okay, I've got seven minutes or four minutes of this song. What's the next one going to be? creating that story that keeps me on my toe. Therefore, I will never, ever feel tired or feel like I'm, you know, phoning it in. Exactly, phoning it in. That is going to be so nerve-wracking. I don't know. I'm nervous. I think it's because I've been doing it for so long. It's like, it's it's my adrenaline. Mm -hmm. It's It's your flow state. It's your flow state. You pop in there and you're in your flow state. Good word, flow state. Yeah. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like (laughs) we can't not talk about Fire Island because I, I feel like that also is like, a part of your journey and from what I understand. So, so Lena did a 10 year stint on fire Island pines. Again, if you haven't been there, I also feel really bad for you. I'm just saying. Um, so she did a 10 year residency in fire Island pines, which I, first of all, magic. How, Yeah. how did you survive? You know, it's funny because looking at the, Island, the gays, they don't stop. No, they no. don't. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I, I haven't been there since 
in what nine years since I oh, left. Oh wow! You don't go. Oh no, no, honey. When I'm done, I'm done. Oh, Got it. oh do we not like the podcast? No, I, it's not that. It's just oh. when I'm done with something, I have to go, You're... and I, I can't, I can't do a repeat performance. Because you give it your and all. Every year they reach out to my camp saying, "Will she come back?" Because no, I did. It's First over. of all, I wasn't supposed to be there for ten years, and I ended up taking over the whole island and doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Each night, I created. And curated a whole different night. Like Thursdays was Lena uh, was um, Rewind Thursday, all eighties. Friday was uh, Lena's Lounge. Saturday was Go Big or Go Home, and then Sunday was my big party called TBS Throw Black Sunday Classics, which was all disco. Oh, and that's how no, I got no. the gig with Andy Cohen doing the XM radio show that I do called Sunset on the Porch. Because him and Sarah Jessica Parker would come on Sundays, mm-hmm. and he's like, "We're at Lena's Porch." That's how it happened. So that's how it became that. No that's way. That's the best. Yeah. There is, there is not a gay in the tri-state area that does not <laughs> know DJ Lena. But right? you know, I, 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 I'm sorry. I don't want to sell, like, sell <laughs> you short on tri-state area. area. No, 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 it's like there's no, not no, a yeah. gay cool. in the U.S. that has not shaken their ass but somewhere. But you know what, I'm going to tell you something. that From that, really, I mean, I, I so many brands and uh, a lot of my um, uh, livelihood to this day is from that island. Of a lot of corporate things that it is that I have have all been relationships that I got from that island. Oh, that's I mean, great. literally, my life is paid for because of the relationships that I have made with a lot of these people out there on that island. Amen. I and love that. When I went out to the island, you know, my life was completely different. You know, I was, I was uh, engaged to this hockey player. I was living. Was he uh, the guy in Linish? No, 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 no. That's the one who I just left. Okay. <clears throat> Um, he was a hockey player and uh, I was with player. him and I was living a twin set life. Like I'm sitting in the bleachers with these other hockey wives and, you know, in Europe working, but it was a different life. And I didn't work at any gay clubs. Everything I did was, it was a very different life. Mm. So when I did wait, that, wait, I was, wait, wait. So when you were dating the hockey player, were you supposed to be living your life as just like a, I a, was a cis woman? Yeah, I was a cis woman living this fucking weird ass life. No, honestly, girl, this shows and the stories, but wait for the book. Yeah, it's weird. It's wait. weird to look wow. back and think of. Yeah. And this was an NHL player. Was it international? It was no, no Rams. Oh, oh. Rangers, Rangers, Rams. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like, like, oh, I'm like, Rangers, I'm like, I'm like, I'm Rangers, yeah. What? Yeah. I love. Wait, that. you're gonna go into this on the book, right? Oh, absolutely. I, okay, you're but gonna, I'm not naming names. No, you know, of course not. No, no, no. We don't want so many. <laughs> who, who even cares what the name no, is? No, exactly. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. It's a big experience that it is in my life and who wow. I am as a person and how it is that I bring people comfortable to the table and that it's not about any of the stupid. Bullshit and labels, as we were talking about. Yeah. It's the essence of the person, you know. So, but it is weird to be have look back at that living this kind of fembot life, and I'm like, wait, this isn't me. Like, I would you go try. from that to then going to fly to Europe to do all the stuff for like. All, and I'm like, oh my god. And then I was like, you know what? I needed something to shake me up. So I'm glad I did Fire Island because I then got a whole different audience that didn't know the performance side and the old school girlina. Oh. They got to only learn now. DJ Lena from here, you know, right. I mean? so it was very different. Like I had the whole, like, you know, the straight crew down on, uh, you know, 27th Street, when we, Bungalow 8, I was yes, doing all that, yes. and, and Bed and King and yes. all that yeah. stuff, so yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. So, you know, just to kind of go back to Girl Lena and DJ Lena, like what, obviously there's this evolution, but what parts of, of Girl Lena do you still feel connected to? I think that's just that free spirit that she had, you know, that like that 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 artist, that the hunger. I, I love that I still keep that. Yeah. I'm never feeling like I'm too done. Now I still feel like I love to still strive for the art. Yeah. That is that freedom that I have that Gerlina brought into the situation. 
I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So I want to get to the to the deep stuff. So we mm-hmm. need a, a champagne refill. So hold on. <laughs> oh, bottle service. Uh, bottle lady. Still going. Girl, you are so, you're really giving me the dress too, girl. Yes, she is. Oh, my Phenomenal. God. Yes, bunny tip. <laughs> Oh, I can't. Hello. Um, I need the I'm Amex, please. Cool. I need the black card so for this cool. one, honey. Seriously. Nicole, I love you so much, girl. <laughs> because I feel like... Price right. Yes, Price is right. Bob Barker Bob beauty. Barker. <laughs> Don't forget to spade her and nude your pets. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. Cheers. Cheers. I Nicole, Cheers. I love you, Cheers. sis. Nicole, Cheers. we love you. Cheers. 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 Oh, my God. But I, I want to just talk about some serious stuff, and then we can go back to shooting this shit. Uh, <laughs> just because I feel like some of your philanthropy efforts are so important, Thank and you, I sweetheart. think that you Thank know you. you have kind of went through your and I hate the word transition, and I yeah. I know that you hate it too. Yeah. But you know you did that in a time where there was just so much less information and support. Oh my god, absolutely. Uh, so I would imagine that that's why you spend a lot of your time dedicated to Giving the LGBTQ to yeah. youths. And I love that you're asking this. You know, I, I first there there's two there's it's twofold. Two. So, like, I want to know, yes, like, what are you doing to continue to support that? But I really want to know what conversations we can be having with our friends, with our children, if we have Being them, analyzed. with our boomer <clears throat> parents yeah. to mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, any of this adversity or bias that happens in the trans community just stops with our generation. And Beautiful. that's, you know, that's really what I want to I know. love that. Well, let me tell you this, ladies. <clears throat> when Candace and me, my sister Candace, were coming up, we didn't have that sisterhood outside of just the two of us. Mm. Other trans women, especially at that time, you know, unfortunately, those girls had to do what they had to do. They had to be sex workers. Candace and I, we were the darlings of the club life and runway shows and doing movies. We had a different experience because we had that gay backing. You know mm. what I mean? So then when we decided to go to that next place in our life, I hate, like I said, I don't like that word transitioning. It was all an evolution as every woman mm-hmm. has. When we went to that evolution in ourselves, we had each other. Mm-hmm. But when we wanted to have that relationship with other sisters of the tribe, they rejected us. Oh, wow. They rejected us because they're like, you didn't have to scrape your knees. You didn't have to go through that. I'm like, that's not what this is about. You know, so there was a shun because we were already glorified in our life to get to that point. Right. They felt like because we didn't do sex work and we didn't have to, we, that we, we had our parents and we had all this okay. We like, we were not good enough to be a part of their sisterhood. And I'm like, this is how you do a justice, justice to yourself by not embracing and actually bigging yourself and everybody else up. Right. Yeah. Like it it, 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 it was hurtful at the time, obviously, but like I said, I had my sister, we were, we did it together. And you know, she's also, as you know, an amazing actress and, done so much. So it was beautiful being able to do that. And I get very emotional because I'm so blessed. That woman is everything to me. And it was literally like my yang and my yang next to me going up and going. Cause I don't know how I could have done it by myself. Yes. You know? And so that was my strength. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's where my passion has always come from because of my grandmother schooling me, me then going through it and then being able to be a part of Hedrick Martin and at being uh, on the board and uh, a global ambassador and GMHC and Colin Lord, you know, um, they asked me and I was like, what? I grew up knowing that you guys were the most amazing organizations, like growing up and I didn't ever have any issues in high school, 
but I was like, this is high school here for gay and lesbian transgender children in New York. Oh my God, what? Right. So the fact that they're asking me to be a part of this now, many moons later, it, it blows my mind. It yeah. really does. I, I am so honored, honored and privileged to be a part of anything that it is that I get to do with them. Yeah. The work is beautiful. So what you're asking me as far as what you can do, you can be a part of this community. You can be a part of just donating your time, a dime, something, showing up, making a post. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Getting that word out to a different demographic of people, it helps kids. These kids, a lot of them don't have it like I had it. Mm -hmm. They didn't get a chance to grow up with parents that embrace them. These kids are living on the street. They yeah. have to sell their bodies. They have to do sex work. They have to do stuff just to live like a fucking teenager should be able to do. But they're being ostracized because people saying you're not writing your body. What gives you the right to say that? Nothing. None. None. So I'm that's what it. you guys can do. Those are the things, and that's how you show up. It's that easy. Yeah. Don't just hang out with your friends and go to a drag show and be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the most. No. no. That's not that's showing support. up, sweetheart. Yeah. That's almost kind of almost appropriating because guess what? You're popping your neck. You're throwing the lingo. You're throwing your hand up in the air. But then what do you do when you hear about another black trans woman being killed? No. Go back to your TV dinner? Go back to... No. Do something about it. Like I said, even making a post, saying something, enlightening other people, letting them know. Do not look at these people like aliens. Yeah. And then also, you know, I think that there's such a, there's this a big rise of young trans children yes. coming out now yes. and, and in suburbia. That's kids the thing, in the class these, don't these care. These new school kids, they don't care. They, they don't, don't care. care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. I work with kids at that age. They don't care. Yeah. But it's actually the adults that have no idea what to, to do with it. And they feel like they got to put it onto them. Like yeah. Nicole's kids, honey, they're like fucking teenagers and they're unbothered. 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 They don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah, that's my friend. Yeah, she's trans. So what? Yeah, exactly. Like they're gonna break the cycle but of all the this shit that was put on us. Please no, bring it in. Please jump. Can we get her a mic? Can we get her a mic? Yeah, yeah no, this needs to be in, heard. Come in. No, absolutely. You're killing me, lady. Say this off camera. Like it's exactly what you just said. Like you would be surprised how powerful your post is. How powerful your yep. dinner conversation yes. is That's with your Wall Street friends down Hello. here in this gorgeous part of town. That's right. And they're talking about the gay this and the and the trans that, and you normalize that conversation. That's right. And say stop it. That's right. Or they even bring it up. But but what you do is when they go home, they've been changed a little bit. They have that. And when their son or their daughter wants to talk to them about it, they have just enough more information. For, of compassion, and that's why I have teenagers, a sixteen and a seventeen year old, who it is no big deal. Love is love. Best friends, birthday parties, everybody's invited. Yeah, because somebody normalized the conversation yeah. in a bunch of circles that wasn't just donations and marching. That's right. It was in small little pockets Ugh. of changing the narrative. Isn't that everything. It's everything. Everything, yes. Nicole. By the way, so. Nicole is like a, a freaking TV star, by the way. So the fact that we have her pouring over us, the fact that we have her pouring over champagne just lets me know that this, we're going places with this podcast, okay? You know, and that's, oh. that's why I wanted to ask this question because I feel like that's the most important takeaway, yes. It's a choice of how to live as well. And it's a choice of how to curate your community. I mean, yeah. there's my family is a very, 
we have many gay members in our family. Okay. And, and as we brought more people, and I love telling this story, my cousin, when she first met her husband about a week in, she was like, FYI, we're a gay-friendly family, so if you have any issues, this is not going to go on. Like, literally, it wasn't even like, what's your intentions of, she of marriage? She shut that shit down before it even quick. turned into anything, and I think that's what it is. It's like, have those open conversations and have that communication, and then also understand, like, how you can continue to spread your ripple. It's that's your ripple. Beautiful. It's your ripple effect, period. So wherever you feel that you can stand your ground and, and make that and and state your case, period, without worrying how someone else is going to react to it, because that doesn't matter, you're sending off a new ripple effect. For you now, what's next? Like when, when you leave one situation or one event, let's say, and you reflect back, like what are, what are those little take-home messages that you're like, okay, I'm putting that in my basket. Like this is the, this, I learned this from this and I'm bringing this to the I next gotta level. I got to say between the two of you, like the questions that you ask aren't so informative for so many people who are going to be listening to this. Thank you. I, Thank I, you. I, 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 I'm a body linguist and I'm a pay attentioner. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I love the vibe and the tone that you guys are bringing to the table. I just want you to know that. Thank you. And that is a really great question because I think that this is something that anyone can acute to their life. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you doing that is going to make you feel like you want to do something else mm -hmm. bigger and more for yourself? Correct. And I always do think that way. Good. But I also keep it organic. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't allow myself to make myself crazy because I used to always get asked, what are you doing next? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Right. And, I, and I always felt like that was like something that I should have an answer for. But I'm like, I don't know. I have to let the universe and the stars bring me together with that because I could say I want to do something, but then it might not be right for me. Right. You know what I mean? Just like I said. You can't have a song lined up, honey, because it might not be right for the vibe of the party. Right. Keep it organic, the process. Mm -hmm. Allow it to come to you. But when you are a real artist and you are just in it, darling, it comes, it comes to, to you. you. It really does. And I tell you, I'm wowed every day, every year that I'm on this planet doing all the things that it is that I do. Because like you said, there's not one note to me. And I love that. Yes, I will always have my hand in music. But I love being a part of just this rhythm and this beat that is my life you and know? that's a gift that you've been able to you know accept that yeah for yourself that's I, huge I'm and that's an inspiration it, thank you sis mm -hmm. but i'm also finding this part of me that i've been waiting to get to for a very long time in my maturity but that happened when i left the island you know like i said it's been almost nine nine years that i've left the island and it's crazy and every summer people are always still talking about oh my god we but that is another thing but when I, before I went there, I made a conscious, conscious decision to give myself to this art. Mm. But that I was leaving another art to go into this. I said, when I left acting back in the day, I want to come back to this when I've lived a life and I've got more to draw from. Mm -hmm. So when I left that island, that's when I started the Dollhouse. So everything that I've done since then has been, yes, rebooting my browser, but all on the patience and the time because not on my time or my dime that one's time. Right, exactly. The spiritual being that it is that you follow, whatever it is. I like patience and I like taking my time. That is so profound because that is not the world we live in today. No, it's not, but no. I've always been that person. And that's beautiful for people to hear. Thank you. And that's something that she and I talk about all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because we come so. up from the world of hustle, hustle, and yeah, we come yeah, yeah. from the world we of all, what's we next, the what's next. Yeah, absolutely. And that's great because that takes us there, but Paul and I's conversation over the last few months, because lives have been amazing was 
stop and be grateful for where you yes. are right now. Sometimes just stop and smell and look. Be grateful look for our, what our, we have. Our, our right accolades now. that we've done. You yeah. know what I mean? I stop have to saying, force oh, God, myself. I need to, yes. Yeah. I have to force myself, which I shouldn't have to do. You no, know, like but we work so hard. But and look at the shit we have around us. Yeah. It's constantly this. It's like, what's the next thing? And, and we're, we're guilty of it because we're constantly submerged into that shit. Whether it's Instagram or whatever it is that you follow, we yeah. need to sometimes take ourselves back and be like, hold on a second, I need a beat. Let me take in what I just got off of that high. Yes. Right. And let me not start looking at somebody else and what they're doing. No, no I'm the Joneses. Mm-hmm. I need to keep up with me. Correct. Exactly. Before we forget, because I want to make sure that we talk about season four of In the Dollhouse. Oh, it's going to be juicy. If you enough. have not caught the first three seasons, I suggest you pop onto YouTube so and check. Good. So for me, In the Dollhouse is like uh, gag worthy because you have all my favorite queens. You know, Bob the Drag Queen. I believe you had oh, Nikki Doll on there. Yeah, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Not from RuPaul's Drag Race, but like the mother of all mothers, Beth Ann Harden. Oh, hello. Yeah, like fashion guru. Fashion, fashion guru. guru. I have the most incredible story of meeting her actually, wow. which yeah, with with one of her. We was, need to bring her up in Cipri. She's that's yeah, where yeah, yeah that's where her. that's I'll where I met her. her. Yeah. No, that's what. Oh, that's you where met her. I met her. Yeah, I don't want to name names yeah. on the podcast, but it was. <laughs> yes, it's hard it was it. iconic. I'm sure she doesn't remember me. I can tell you that, but I remember her. Um, you know, so how do you go about, you have to watch the show because it is kooky. No, you, everyone has to. It's out, it's out there. <laughs> she talks to this thing. Oh, Boliqua. Boliqua. Yes, yes. Boliqua. 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 So, <laughs> so how do you go about, first of all, like, you know, how do you choose who, who your guests are going to be? Because I think, you know. Curation is important, right? Is you don't important. just want to get who's available. You know, it's funny. As we put together every season, my, my producer, he's amazing. Um, you know, he's really great at pairing the guests together. Oh, good. You know, um, I put together, I, I, I like throw him 20 people and it's usually nine guests because now it's two guests on one se- on, yep. on each se- on each episode, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And last season was the first time that we had ever did... Um, Two guests. One was virtual, obviously, because we were during the pandemic, and one was physically in the house. So this season, when we start filming, will be everybody in house, which is amazing. Um, so I, I throw like twenty people out, and for me, it has nothing to do with what they do. It's who they are and what they bring to the table. Right. So the fact that they are who they are is who they are, you know. But um, it's that it's that essence of New York realness of when you put three people in a situation. How's it gonna pop off? Mm, Obviously, so there's, a, there's, a, there's an arc. There's a there's a format of her where it is that we we go and certain different questions, but it's all that stuff in between. Yeah, like this. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. And that's what makes the it's magic. The tea. Absolutely. <laughs> and my sister Nicole's on this season of four. <gasps> yeah, I don't even think you know. Do you know who you're paired up with? Okay, I'm not saying. Oh, that. <laughs> oh, so you didn't start We're filming gonna, yet? No, we start filming March twentieth. 21st and 22nd. Oh, so we still have a shot. So we have three <laughs> We have three episodes a day that we film. So We have enough looks, time to blow up so we can make it on the show. <laughs> we got any more season five. We'll be at the premiere. We'll be at the premiere. <laughs> this is the manifestation cave, so oh, I want to no. say it's faster. We're going to make it faster. I will say this apartment is it's magic. magic. It's, there's something strange in no, this. No, I, I feel it. It's really, it's powerful. <laughs> All right, so sadly, you know, we're going to do our last oh. couple of questions, but they're going to be the most. Okay. Fun. 
Yeah. And I don't want to. I mean, listen, we can talk all night. But, but <laughs> well, yeah, we could. But Mo's got to edit this, so we can talk all night. But okay, so we like to we like to wrap up with a couple of, of quick fire questions. Okay. Fire questions. So okay, okay. The first question is: What are the three things you think about most every single day? <sighs> what am I gonna wear? I'm not even kidding you. What am I gonna eat? And uh, how am I gonna continue to keep myself grounded and stay grateful and positive? I think about that every day with all of my um, um, meditation and chants. I am a people person before anything, and that's the first thing that I do in the morning, and it's the last thing that I do in the day. So I beautiful. think about others, and I think about this world, and I think about my contribution of what it is that I can do to make things just a little bit better. That's I what that. I do. That's what I do. We should all aspire to be that great. <laughs> we are. We, we are. are that great. We are. No, we are. We are. We, are. we just need to be reminded, beautiful. and we need to keep ourselves around it, honey. And yeah. conscious. Conscious of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if you had a warning label, what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch! That is... Put it on the shirt. Oh, honey. Say it to me again. If you had a warning label, what would it be? I can't oh, wait. I got so many good ones for that one, girl. <laughs> Ready? Three, two, one. Careful now, sugar. It's going to hurt. <laughs> Careful now, sugar. It's going to hurt. And that can be hurt. taken in any contents, honey, because I am what? X. Calientish. Oh! 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 Fuck! I'm not gonna get any more. Oh! Girl, my stomach muscles are tight. Like we've been doing sit-ups and shit. We have. Girl, this podcast is. Wait, have you heard this new thing? Like people instead of saying lies, they say lies, Manelli. Oh, I've been saying that for years, honey. Oh my god, lies, Manelli. I think it's hilarious. It is hilarious. I just started. I just like feel like I just started hearing it over the last couple years, and I'm like. Really? Oh, it's so 80s. It is. <laughs> okay, delete that from the no, conversation. No, no. <laughs> last two questions. Um, the last, the, the third mm -hmm. of the fourth, um, is what is one thing that you would never do? Nothing. Um, I love everything that it is that I do. Yes. And there's no mistakes in this life. I honestly, I'm not mad at anything I've done. Good. Not fashion-wise, not personal life, not business-wise. I, I, I'm a... I'm a I'm very grounded that way, and I like every decision and everything that it is that I've done. There's certain things that I say, you know what? I did it. I'm good, but no, I don't regret anything. I really don't. I, I'm, that's the right answer, uh, yeah. in yeah, my opinion. I, I'm really good like that. I, I live very free, but also very um, aligned. Like, I feel like I'm a puppet here doing the work of my superior being. Okay. I'm always, I've always been like, that's my first gig. I, I'm really good at bringing people together. I love people. I like making them feel good in any capacity. So, I yeah, I, I'm good. I'm good. I I'm love very that. blessed. And because this podcast is called, called World's Your Oyster, mm -hmm. we got to know. We got to know. How do you take your oysters? Ah! <laughs> now, this sounds like a euthanism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could take this so many places. Take it there. Take it wherever take you there. want. Well, first of all, I'm going to do a little around-the-world swirl, okay? So, how do you take your oysters? Great metaphor. Um, organically. Good. And with no labels. And uh, a time meaning a person and situation. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could that be That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. We have to ask her no. We have to 
to ask her one last question. <laughs> oh, we do. We actually we do. We have, we have we one have more question. One last <laughs> final question. So when we start our episodes, we actually talk about what the pearl in our oyster was of the of the week. And that Ooh. is really like what is the wonderful thing that happened to you this week. So we would love to close the episode out, you know, asking you what was the pearl in your oyster this week. And if it wasn't this week, we could we could go for the month. Yeah. I'm not saying this because she's here, but honestly, every moment that I have with my sister Nicole. Amazing. Uh, there's something See? very special of the synergy and the time that we have together. Mm. It's very special. There's no surfaciness. It's uh, there's a kiki obviously involved, but it's realness. Oh, it's I love realness, that. and I and I love that sister bond because, as you know, honey, we're around too many faggots, honey. Yeah. I love them to death, but sometimes <laughs> you just need that feminine energy around you a little bit more and. You know, things come to you at a time. You know, I'm I'm recently single a year after eight years, you know. So a sister came to me in an angel form and just really fulfilled my heart and and brings me correct with so much great acknowledgement and love that she shows back to me and how it is that I should be looking at myself. Yeah. I can't even look at her. And you know what I mean? And <laughs> I and, and reminds me and reminds me of stuff and I and I love that and we really do. We we Wimbledon off of each other, and I'm very blessed for our relationship. Mm. I love that. I, I love sisterhood. I really do. And that is what this podcast is about. <sighs> it is truly. This podcast is about uh, two girls that are have been friends for there 13 years. Yeah, that's the best uh, that are so close. We literally live right next door to each other. And, you know, we wanted to... Yeah. We uplift each other and inspire each no, other. No, you know what? I, I know I, I make fun of Monica for her woo-woo. Uh, you know, and it's funny because I always would joke with her and I'd be like... You know, I'm just not that deep. And she'd be like, Paula, you are very deep. <laughs> you know, I don't know why you say you're right, not that right, deep. Right, like, right. you you are deep. Yeah. And you know what? I bought into her her woo-woo. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I have, yeah, I have yeah, yeah. My, manifested myself into this, like, world that I never... I, I never could imagine that I would be in the place that I am over the last two years. Right. Truly. Yeah. Uh, my life has changed immensely and I think that's Beautiful. because you know number one is you had me believe to drink my own sauce mm -hmm. you know but I, I also like I took the people that were around me and instead of thinking oh you know these are just acquaintances I really tried to bring people in as my as my friends and to build a community which I never did before which is so crazy living 15 years in New York City I never really tried to make friends and it wasn't because I'm not a social person I just like I always had my thing and I was right. like uh, right. I'm I'm cool by myself, yeah. but you know, you, you need women. That, that was right there. You need yeah. women, you need yeah. girls. And uh, you know, this this podcast is is very much so also about sisterhood. Yeah. And we will definitely do some solo episodes about that. So to hear you two serendipitously, you know, talk about sisterhood on this ending. first episode is is really incredible and quite divine. You know. It's it's very divine, and this has been so special. I don't want it to end. I mean, we're, gonna, we're gonna pop another bottle. I'm back on the salt. We're gonna pop another bottle of champagne. And on that note, see you later. later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to World's Your Oyster. If you love what you're listening to, be sure to like, rate, and review this episode wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow us on Instagram at World's Your Oyster. And share this episode with a friend. We'd really appreciate it. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>